Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jim Duke Radio Network. For well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. What is at stake is more than one small country. It is a big idea. A new world order. Well, join me. I'm at a severe at the right hand of Satan. As that we're summoning into the world now are not demons. They're not evil. But they're more like the Lovecraft and great lone ones. Opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Hey, Darren, how's it going? Jim, very good, thanks. We're here live tonight. My website is jimdukeperspective.com. And um, you can read all the articles I have and, and listen to past podcasts right from there on demand. On the sidebar, I have the live button. You can It should be on the top of the sidebar. You can just hit if you want to hear it live. Make sure your audio's up. And um, you, you can always go just to the website and also, that's how you contact me. I'm now on that forum, mewe.com, which is like Facebook, but supposedly for truthers. And a lot of yous came over to meet me over there. Thank you very much. A lot of people are flocking over there. I made announcements this week that I was going over there, and I'm happy to see a lot of people took took uh, took after that and, and came over to join us. Uh, also, uh, Yana Ben-Noon came over, and uh, her and I correlated there. And there's other, other folks that we've been in touch with in the Truther community that we have stayed in contact there because we don't know how long we're going to be on YouTube. YouTube is starting to stifle the Truthers. It's starting to censor to the point that it's just getting ridiculous, and we, we just uh, want to prepare for when we go over there. So um, uh, I, I hit the button a little early, Darren. So uh, we got, got kind of got on a couple. To one mistake a month. Yeah, right? yeah, a couple of seconds earlier than I expected, but um, that's okay because uh, we're right here waiting for everybody to join us, and and that's great. Um, I just want to say we're now on the podcast player in India's biggest podcast player stream. Uh, Geo, Geo Savna, Savan. Uh, of course, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> J I O S A A V N. For those in India, we welcome you. We know we have some listeners in India. So, Beautiful. yep. Lots so, of country. Yep, yep. So hopefully that will that'll be good access for them on on their podcast players. So now we're ex- we're, we were um, accepted there. And again, the top listeners are in the U.S. and in Australia. So thanks to all you Aussies. That's what they like to be. It's not Aussies. That's the Englishized pronunciation. It's Aussies from what I understand. So we thank you for listening out there in Australia. We appreciate your listenership as well as Canada and all 
the other places, New Zealand and uh, Europe, all across Europe. So this uh, the shadow after the, the 9-11 event, of course, uh, we hadn't touched on it in a long time. So I realized my dates have been creeping up on me that it was past 9-11 or it was 9-11 at the time when I thought about the topic and I said, oh, it's Maybe we should touch on 9-11 since it's just a couple days past because a couple, a couple developments have happened since. But I'd like to talk about the proof of foreknowledge with the predictive programming. Darren, uh, had, had you and I, did we cover it way back then? I, I mean, uh, I don't think we went into detail. Like, but uh, did we, though? We, we must have. We were on air back then. Mm, that must have been many years ago. That's before I was actually a permanent. No, actually, it was, like a, can, I, well, I was on it. I, I started in 96, 97, and that was mm-hmm. 2001. You were on. Mm. You and I were doing I the know. TV show. I know then. we just, I, personally, I know I just uh, briefly touched on it because we didn't like make that our main topic for that discussion. Why? We but, I guess we overlooked it back then. We, we kind of didn't no. know what to do with it. <laughs> Maybe we were still Bushites. <laughs> you know, now that we know some more facts, you know, because we were doing a little the, bit of politics, we were doing a little bit of different yeah. things. You know, for the countries that are not, uh, I'm sure everybody's definitely familiar with 9/11, but of course that was the uh, the attacks on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon, um, supposedly from 19 terrorists. But I'm sure ev- ev- everybody knows about you know what actually happened. But for the other countries that you know. Well, yeah, you, you know, that's good to that you brief them on it. Uh, mm-hmm. For right. those that were in caves and holes and, and, and you know, <laughs> someplace in far lands, uh, you know, yeah. our Twin Towers, not far from here where we're sitting today, three hours, uh, not even three hours south of us, uh, were hit with some supposed planes by uh, terrorists. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm sure everybody knows what it is. So... Yeah. Now that everybody's up to speed, and I, I, I'll put some links on it for some past shows I had as well. I had um, James Perloff spoke on his views of connecting Mossad in the Israeli mili- the Israeli intel agencies as well as other intel agencies with this whole thing. He's done a good job. He was doing a book on it, and he sidestepped from it to cover covid and now he has COVID red-pilled. We had him on in uh, May about that a little bit while he was developing the book. And uh, I asked him if he wanted to come on tonight. He couldn't. He had some other engagement, but that's okay because we're going to touch on some of the stuff that he has um, tweeted about and also on um, other things that we've come across. Darren, you're actually the one who made me aware of this. The 9-11 families and experts appealed the, the Building 7 decision uh, under NIST, the NIST, which is the National Institute of Standards and Technology that the architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth were having um, brought it up for investigation, right? You're the one that made yes. me aware of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess uh, they regret to inform us that their request was denied. It was denied that, let's see, 88 architects, structural engineers submitted April 15th regarding NIST's 
2008 report on the collapse of the World Trade Center 7, Building 7. This, uh, the, their request described meticulous details, eight items of information, reports of violating the Federal Data Quality Act and Information Quality Standards. Their goal was to compel them so uh, to reverse its unsupported conclusion that fire was the cause <laughs> of the building. Oh, gosh. And I guess, uh, and they, and ridiculous. they, yeah, they show, they show how it's just impossible for the columns to disintegrate in a puff of powder and fall to the ground without being assisted. So they said we uh, will appeal their decision by. Oh, that was the first one. Okay, so they had the first request, and it was denied. September 27th is another deadline. Right, right. Okay, so you knew about that, right? You I wasn't, uh, you got, let's see, uh, I remember uh, September 27th, that was the, uh, okay, the second one, now that you mentioned it, right. Yeah. yeah, August 31st, they put the first appeal out, and August 28th, it was denied, and now they got, a repeal decision by September 27th they're going forward with. Right, because we briefly touched on it. I mentioned it was a, delayed by a week and they were waiting for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the first problem we have. Where did so much steel and concrete go? Most when we, when we watch the two towers, most of the material from the towers, if you watch those videos, and I watched them over and over again, the 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 there's a lot of steel and, and concrete, right? I mean a lot in those yes. buildings. It's a structure, mm-hmm. right? It's a whole skeleton of, of, of beams. Steel beams, right? Structural steel beams. Structural steel beams. Concrete. And they would fall and cause a huge mount, probably disperse for blocks, taking out everything in its path, right? You mean what actually took place? No. Well, it, it should have. It, it it if that much if those buildings fell for that much steel and concrete hitting the ground, splattering everything. If 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 it if it toppled over, it would have taken out a good majority of Manhattan. Exactly. It would have toppled over like a like a a tree being cut down. Just you know, it would have taken out whatever was uh, you know in its path, but. Uh, <laughs> you know those those two twin towers were designed to support four times their own weight. Okay, most people don't know this. So those pancaking levels towards the top, they say that created a like a domino effect. No way. So four times their own weight. That would have been just not even remotely close to the amount of force that would be needed to take these down and to take them down a free. Sp- Free fall speed. It defies all laws of physics. It's. Are you denying that two aluminum planes couldn't do that? Oh, if you ever seen a, a plane when it strikes, like a like a, a fowl, like maybe like a, a whatever kind of large bird. I've seen a photograph of one, and it looked like it hit a Mack truck, uh, like a, a giant. It was like a seven thirty seven, or just the 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 steel that they use on the uh, the airplanes are very lightweight, uh, and they can 
buckle very easily. Now, we're supposed to believe that these airplanes with this type of steel went through structural steel and reinforced concrete and came out the other side. So you're saying Baloney, you're saying that physics plays a part in this? Uh, How would that be possible? Yes. Don't we have supernatural yes. stuff going on? I mean, don't can't planes in a, in, a, in a fictitious supernatural world just like aluminum like passes through thick iron steel in fiction? Oh wait, in wait, wait! Fiction, we're not yeah. talking about fiction. Oh, okay, I, I was I, I, I'm caught up. I was I was thinking I was still thinking that we're 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 following fairy tales. Um, no, <laughs> we have planes that hit buildings like that should have basically collapsed or, or just folded inside it or maybe damaged some windows and went through a little bit of it. But these planes went right through. I mean, supposedly some of it came pushed through the other side, parts of it. But the buildings, the buildings themselves, the material from the towers, when you watch it fall, they actually disintegrate some of the steel and cement, disintegrating as it fell to rubble to the ground. Mm-hmm. In a smoky in in a smoky powder, and if if people and I still have friends and I still have family who dismiss our conspiracy theories, which aren't theories; they're actually just taking physics and just basically having a logical mind and not being uh, taken by the official narrative. Those that believe the official narrative really have nothing to stand on. They have nothing factual that they can say that this was at all a possibility because you have a controlled demolition of these things falling. But it's not even a controlled demolition. The powder disintegrated and dropped the whole structure into its own footprint. But even at... I was going to say, you know, we ever see a wrecking ball when it takes down like a brick building? You see this just a big pile of rubble, and uh, and that's it. There would be evidence of like a, a structure that was there just in a big pile. What we have here is a, two, two buildings, 1,300 feet tall. They were reduced down to a pile of rubble about 15 feet high. Now, that is utterly impossible if these buildings were going to be coming down in a normal fashion, like being destroyed. But where did they all go? Where, where's all the building? Well, just we know the, where are all the desks? Where are mm-hmm. all the the things that were in the building? I know they found computers mm-hmm. and paper, and but mm-hmm. where did all the things that would have fell with it, occupying the space, the, the 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 refrigerators that would have been in there, the the large items that just basically planes took down the whole building to crumble everything to the ground. The mass of scrap that would have been crushed in there and the steel would have laid out in in mm-hmm. in blocks and blocks all exactly. over. You'd, yeah, you'd have big giant blocks and just a big mound of, uh, of, of erect building, but instead we have pulverized concrete over most of Manhattan. And I've heard it said that it was most likely nanothermite that was placed in the concrete at the time of construction. And in fact, that's why they fashioned the buildings in the shape of an eleven to, you know, to fit in with nine eleven, you know, psyop. Anyway, and even if at the at the at the most, if we cannot fathom what what happened to these buildings, 
No one can still explain, and they haven't done a good service of explaining how Building 7 fell. They're not addressing the logical, what, what's that? Uh, I've seen a, a tower in a foreign country that was on fire for 25 hours. It was a skyscraper. The steel structure remained intact the entire 25 hours. But yet we look at Building 7, okay? We're supposed to believe that a curtain fire, and I forgot what floor, took down an entire uh, building this size. Baloney. Well, the okay. same Building 7 came down from the aftermath of, of, of the Twin Towers. Okay, so Building 7 went down because it was hit by steel from the Twin Towers. But it didn't go down as steel hit it. It went down from being burned out from the middle, if you see the videos. It was actually burning on one side, mm-hmm. not even explained how fire would be on that side. The rest of the building didn't have smoke or fire coming out the windows, just the front of it, just the facade. Mm -hmm. And that should have taken it down, maybe lopsided it, but it went down the same way, like a collapsed thermal nanoparticles or nano, uh, you know, thermite powderizing it just the same as the other. Overized. Yeah, I've seen dozens and dozens of controlled demolitions of buildings, and this fit right in perfectly with those. So it collapsed straight down. Straight down. Yep. But I mean, that's not even logical for a building that wasn't even involved in it, except for from debris. It doesn't make sense. Why wasn't the other buildings touched? Where was the code enforcer? You know, how were those buildings able to get past inspection if they, if they were yeah. this weak? Somebody you know? needed to examine that and 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 mm-hmm. fine some of the code inspectors. Mm-hmm. And another thing, the Pentagon, um, we're supposed to believe that an airplane that was stolen, I think it was a, what, a 757, if I'm correct, uh, was coming around and then swooped down to almost ground level, you know, maybe like uh, 30 feet above ground level. At, uh, I believe it's close to 500 miles per hour. But every aviation pilot expert said it would be impossible to fly a plane that large, that fast, that close to the ground without getting just just hitting the ground so the explanation um, was that they were not planning to land so therefore that's why they didn't care about going so low but see even in simulation expert pilots could not duplicate the flight pattern Mm -hmm. they could not do it without crashing impossible so how can how can an amateur that learned to fly in 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 a course quick course not to even land got that close to the ground that that basically scaled the ground to hit its target into the Pentagon building that mm-hmm. low and and, uh, and and bypassed the trees that were around it too. I mean, impossibility. So we do know that this thing had to be rigged, had to be planned. And for those that don't know this, uh, George Bush, uh, George... W. Bush's brother, Marvin Bush, served on the board of the security system called Securicom that changed its name to Straticom, that it was operating security for the World Trade Center up till uh, 2002 when it was delisted for neglect of making financing, uh, financing payments. So 
This is the company that Marvin Bush was on the board of. I remember looking it up at the time. So Marvin Bush very much could have lowered the security in order to plant whatever needed to. Matter of fact, I don't know if you know this, that incidentally the the building, the um, it was uh, in, in an interview with Scott Forbes of Fiduciary Trust. He affirms that there was an unprecedented power down in the South Tower on the weekend before 9-11. Mm. And they also said before that there were floors that were forbid that were closed off to the public that were unoccupied that they were doing work in that they were doing something i mean this has inside job written all over it for any fool that doesn't believe that Mm -hmm. they they just don't understand because the paradigm shift to believe first of all that your government would do something like this and secondly that they deny that God would, in his knowledge, allow something like this. But they don't realize how many things that go on because of the will of man, that man insists that they do, uh, you know, God does allow, you know, Satan to have a jurisdiction here on earth. But the the thing is, is that this, this uh, people have so much trust in the government that they don't believe they would do anything like this. And yet, this is similar to Operation Northwoods in 1962 that we do know that the government has planned. The government planned to create a terrorist act in the U.S. with a false flag blame on Castro in Cuba in 1962. And the plan was that Miami, they would they would have a high-profile loading of students in Miami and have the plane, they would have uh, props uh, actors, crisis actors, to act as students that were secretly, that were getting, well, not secret, that were getting loaded up into a plane to go on a trip. And then they would secretly land it in CIA territory and switch it with a drone to have it blow up over the Caribbean Sea. This was signed. This was this was pro, uh, this was proposed to the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the DOD, who signed off on it. When it hit President John F. Kennedy's desk, he he was so appalled by this that he fired the Joint Chiefs of Staff. But he did not cause a public scare by telling the public that this was going on because he didn't want to have the public be skeptical of the government. But by now we know that this is disclosed. It's, it's in the, it's in the documents that we have. So anybody that says that the government doesn't plan, wouldn't plan these things, that they don't do this are, are totally ignorant. Mm -hmm. I had a guy, I had a guy, Darren, he told me, tell me one conspiracy that's true. And I told him Operation Northwoods. Now, at that, you'd think the person would say, okay, you got one. You got me. It, it's definitely a conspiracy, right? A plot mm-hmm. between two or more people. It's definitely contrived in harm against people, right? Correct. Because they also planned on having 
uh, nuclear assault on on civilians. They wanted to um, to sabotage military facilities. All this was planned on purpose so that they can justify going to war with Cuba. And for pe- somebody to uh, you tell them that for somebody to say that's not a conspiracy. That was just stupidity. That's what my answer. That that's what the response I got. The, instead of saying, well, okay, you got me on that one. They said, name one conspiracy. I named that, and they said, well, that's not conspiracy. That was just stupidity. Oh, okay, well, then every conspiracy is stupidity. I mean, mm-hmm. yep. people have a paradigm that they protect. The paradigm is the 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 construct of of ideology that they have in their mind that if something comes against it, it causes a, parad- a paradigm shift, and they cannot fathom the idea that their mind has to process something that they just can't believe would be real, and it causes what's called a cognitive dissonance, which means that the brain can't fathom what's being pre- presented, so they just simply deny it. Mm-hmm. But this is because our mind is psychologically not able to handle it, and I understand that, but don't deny it. You you could say, I don't want to hear about it. You could say, I just wish it wasn't true. But don't come back at me and say, that wasn't conspiracy, that was I. Uh, that was idiocy. Because I'm going to laugh in your face why, why you would avoid the word conspiracy because it's such a derogatory term. It used to be conspiracy theory was. That was constructed in 1967 by the clandestine services unit of the CIA to make a a, a, a a mockery out of people that suspected the JFK assassination to be an inside job. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I digress from that. So, Darren, I have a couple statements that um, my friend Ralph Epperson made on uh, on Facebook, and he made a couple points. He says, 9-11... Certain American people knew about the attack on the World Trade Center in advance. Al Franken, former, what, Saturday Night Live actor, wasn't he? Wow. Turned uh, U.S. Senator from Minnesota, was one who knew it in advance. He wrote this in a 2003 book entitled Lies and the Lying Liars Who Tell Them. He says, to tell you the truth, I got a call. I had an office in the Trade Center where I used to do most of my writing, and the call came from former New York Mayor Ed Koch, who said, don't go to work on the, on the 11th. Now, notice that Al Franken could be expected to know that the former... New York mayor would know about the 9-11 attacks in advance, and he did nothing. And neither did Ed Koch. They knew it was planned. So there are other people who were told not to go to work that day. And there was a... Uh, I wish I had it pulled up because I was just thinking of it now. There was a, there was a FBI agent that was adamant that the World Trade Center was under attack, and he uh, he tried to warn people, and they t- ignored him. So he actually went to work at the security 
at the World Trade Center. He quit the job at the FBI and went to work at the uh, at the World Trade Center to security. And his first day was September 11th, and he never made it after that. So mm. now, Ralph Epperson also posted certain American people knew about the attack. Robert Zemeckis, director of three movie series entitled Back to the Future, made in 1985, 1989, and 1990. Remember that movie, Back to the Future, with Michael Fox? Yep. Michael J. Fox and and, uh, Christopher Lloyd. There must have been 30 direct references to the World Trade Center attack. In the in the movie, there was a a Western Auto sign on a building in the same uh, in the in the picture that formed a nine. It said it had a picture of it. I, I saw it. it had 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 a nine wrapped around the words Western Auto sign, and two fire streaks came up the street right alongside it. And it, for a moment, if you look at it, the two streaks were eleven. And the nine was right next to it. Wow! Now, now that's coincidence, you know, because our our mind is just basically now geared towards seeing nines and elevens. But in the same movie, there was a place they had that the the young character uh, Michael J. Fox, I can't remember the name of the character he played, went to the future and saw the death of the doctor there. And the place that he saw was Twin Pine Mall, where he had a warn that the doctor would be shot by terrorists. And then after the attack, the place was called Lone Pine Mall, with a clock reading 133, incidentally, 33, a Masonic number. But several clocks in these scenes, this is the thing that... You could say, okay, coincidence, nine, eleven. You're just putting things together. Twin, yeah, it could be twins. It could be twin towers. It could be Gemini. It could be associated with anything. But here's here's the thing, Darren. In the movie, in the same spot, in the same scene, several clocks had hidden nine one ones, in some form or another. There was a clock pointing to hands on the nine between the 9 and the 10, and between the 11 and the 12. Not, 9 and 11, the clocks were in position of. Mm. Some reading, 116, in another place, the clocks, in the same scene when they flash back, it was reading 116. Now, why is that significant? Because if you turn that upside down, it's 911. Mm-hmm. And then one was scrambled it was a 119 when they look at the clock again they show the clock there's deliberate reasons it doesn't they just don't have watches on and all of a sudden they show the watch by accident the scenes the the actors the the story writers the directors have deliberate innuendos hints meanings for having the numbers shown for some purpose or another sometimes it's a hint to events sometimes it's codes but when they write the, the numbers, there's a deliberate reason they choose numbers. It's part of the scheme of the scenery. 119. It's a scrambled 911. Mm-hmm. 
And this is the weird one. I'm not even done. The last one. This is the this is the weird one. I, I saw the scene where they actually have they were going to a, a a TV screen, and all of a sudden a man is shown in a doorway. In their door, the, these two girls are in the in the, in the room, and the door opens up, and this guy's hanging upside down in a doorway for no reason. And then they flash to the to the TV screen on the wall. It was a wall-mounted screen. And it flickered where it showed the Twin Towers flickering up, okay, and then stationary. But what's funny is they show it with the guy that's in the background hanging upside down with his feet showing hanging upside down. Now, what's that telling you? That's telling you to take the perspective of his view and what did he what was he looking at because he was in the film he was in it for they had a prop for some reason because the character upside down would be from his perspective would be seeing the tv screens with the twin towers falling all right yeah. not not flickering up but falling down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it was hint that in his perspective he was hinting that the twin towers were falling i mean jim you could, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, go ahead. I'll, go ahead. I'll just go to the next okay. one when you're ready. I was going to say, if this listeners, they wanted to check something out very cool, very interesting. It says, 9-11 predictive programming found in multiple areas of popular culture leading up to the September 11th attacks. And there's like dozens of different, uh, you know, predictive, uh, whatever, they're like album covers. There's uh, comic books, uh, uh, Illuminati playing cards, things like that. So if they wanted to check that out, there's, you know, too many to discuss here, but anyway, I'm going to name a couple. I'm going to name a couple. That's what mm-hmm. this show is going to be about, predictive programming. So I'm going to name a couple. First of all, we got to remember just the fact that the Pentagon was hit, right, on mm-hmm. 9-11, right, 2001. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Pentagon was – the construction began when? Uh, Pentagon. I'm not sure. September 11th, 1941. Wow. Phew. 60, what a coincidence. 60 years. Yeah. The the flight that hit it was flight 7777 is a, a, a Alistair Crowley occult high occult number. Flight 77 it hit 77 minutes after takeoff. It hit the 77 foot Pentagon wall on the 77th meridian. And uh there's only basically one video that shows the wall a fire flash and then a hole nobody saw the plane people eyewitness saw something but they couldn't verify if it was a plane or a missile because it was so fast it came in and um i happen to know people who knew people at the pentagon that day and said Mm -hmm. that they said that there was no debris in the hole they walked out the hole they didn't know what hit them and they saw an opening and they knew they had to get out and they went through the hole because they thought it just let's get out yeah, there was, there was like a one piece of debris left uh, supposedly from the airplane that hit the Pentagon. But you look at the uh, the the uh, picture of it, the blue did not match the blue with the, uh, I believe it's the American Airlines. It was a different type of blue. So it was just obviously it was just a piece of metal that was it was It was miles but, away. Yeah, yeah. I think they found they found a part of well, an engine or something that wasn't even. Oh, no, this. 
Oh, did you hear no, that? This is something different. Yeah, this oh, is like okay. on the front lawn of the uh, Pentagon, but the blue oh. did not match the American Airlines. Yeah. So it was obviously a fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So all these things were questioned. They were definitely... Okay, so here's, here's some predictive programming. And Iron Man, I, I, I found some of these over the past, and then I saw uh, 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 James Perloff posted some of these on Twitter, so it reminded me of them, so I went back and, and looked them up because I forgot where they were. But So I, I looked at all these. Iron Man cartoon, episode dated 1994, showed missiles hitting the Twin Towers and a plane hitting the Pentagon. If you saw this, the missiles were hitting the Twin Towers just like they were hit, and the mm -hmm. Twin Towers were crum crumbling down, and a plane hit the Pentagon. Why would they have both in that predictive programming setting 1994 unreal then in 1997 we had the simpsons holding up the nine with the twin towers to make i seen a that 9 one. 11 yeah. yep mm -hmm. there was another one I, I i didn't capture uh there was a there was a um there was a cartoon that they walk up they walk by this one poster and when you look at the poster it it shows the twin towers on fire Mm-hmm. That would be for that. Now here's a eerie one. A Frasier clip clip. Remember the show Frasier? Yeah. Oh yeah, Frasier, you're right. Yep. Nineteen ninety seven. They received a call, a phone call on the show referencing American Airline Flight Eleven. The one that hit the Pentagon. Mm -hmm. This is nineteen ninety seven. Wow. Reference to American Airline Flight 11. Now, according to the manifest of the 9-11 roster of those that boarded, guess who was on the plane, Flight 11? It was Frazier creator David Angle and his wife who sat, according to the records, next to Mohammed Atta that was registered on the plane and both were killed in the they were killed in the incident. So he foreshadowed the creator of, of Frasier. They make a reference to airline American Airline, specifically Flight 11 that the creator of that show happened to be on 4 years later. Mm. And was killed on it. He should have. He should have known that when they said, "Oh, you're going on flight 11," he should have said, "Oh, we wait a minute. We had a show about that. Oh, that's <laughs> premonition. Maybe I shouldn't." Right. He should have known, right? Because we know how we get foreknowledge. Right. Man, they don't stop at anything. I'll tell you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And uh, another thing with the plane in Pennsylvania that supposedly. Uh, was stolen and hit the ground at such a velocity that they say, uh, you know, that's the reason why we don't see any debris is because they hit it so fast. But no, that's not the way it works. You're going to have like a impact trails, debris flying from the the impact. But there wasn't anything, not even one bolt, not one piece of luggage. In fact, in the ditch that they dug, there was weeds growing out of it because according to my belief, uh, weeds take a couple of days at least to grow. And there they are. So. Not if they're super weeds in in, in the fiction world. Oh, Genetically wait. I, I, modified. That's right. We're not in fiction again. Okay. I keep for, fiction, I no. keep flashing back to movies and fiction. I forgot that this is actually supposedly um, the official narrative that's supposedly real, but it's, you know, it's based on a fictitious logic, so it's not really, uh, you know, it, it, it really, in, in the real world, reality couldn't happen, but we're going to pretend it did. Okay, so... Super Tramp, the the record you talked about, the record album, um, mm-hmm. Breakfast in America. Is that the one you were thinking of? Uh, no, it's actually this was a rap group here. Oh, but, what did you have? Uh, what did I have? I had a I have a bunch here. There's a about a dozen. It's uh, more than a dozen. Too many to go over. But, well, go over uh, a couple. Okay, it's yeah, it's nine eleven predictive programming found in multiple areas of popular culture leading up to the September eleventh attacks. First one is a a rock band. It's called uh, Coop, and the the uh, album cover is called Party Music. There's a couple band members in the back. They have the Twin Towers. Both of them are basically being blown up, like towards the top. And then another one is uh, a 1983 book cover, Azzy Surf Latino America. Another one would be, uh, what is Al-Qaeda? A 1994 Vince Lynn magazine article, and they show... Uh, the towers there coming down. There's another cracked magazine, the comic magazine. Oh, yeah, you got yeah. the guy in the front. Yeah, with the uh, towers being struck. And what else? German Mario Brothers comic, 1997. Yep, they got that one. Uh, Spider-Man, 1991. Uh, we have one uh, with a German Nazi flag on the top of the towers that came down. <laughs> uh what else? 2001. All right. Well, I got the oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Super Tramp Breakfast in America album with the picture of the waitress in front uh, holding the glass up, repu- replicating the, the Statue of Liberty in front of uh, a shaped dinner, uh, plate with, with the Twin Towers showing the Twin Towers behind her. But when the picture's reversed, where the her arm is up, uh, uh, superseded over the over the the the, the band named Super Tramp, where the UP in Super is, it's covered up on the bottom of it. So when you turn it over, it makes a nine eleven. Wow, never seen that one. Yeah, just coincidental though. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. In the movie Matrix, Nero's passport expired September eleventh, two thousand one. <laughs> This is a weird one. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the movie Fight Club, I don't, I never saw the movie, but in the movie Night Cl- Fight Club, 1999, the last scene shows two buildings collapsing to the ground in their own footprint, like the Twin Towers. Wow. Now, this is one that'll get you. If that one didn't get you, how about this one? I got a transcript here from, I, I, I printed up from Long Kiss Goodbye, starring 1996, five years before the 9-11, right? Mm-hmm. Long Kiss Goodbye, starring Gina Davis, Samuel L. Jackson, Tom Amandis, and others. Here's the scene. Here's what it says in the scene. Now, they're referencing the first World Trade Center. Okay? The bombing mm-hmm. The bombing in, what, 1992? Uh, the, the first one for the underneath, underneath the, the tower, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was 1992. Yeah, yes. they're kind of referencing it. But here's what it says. The the one character, the 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 agent, and I, I don't know who he is or what he played, but um, it says, budget cuts, dear. Congress bought, blinded us overseas. I'm just going to read part of the transcript, and we'll make sense of it. I was forced to turn to any eyes and ears I could find, even if that meant recruiting bad guys here. Well, budget cuts, what's that all about? You're running a fundraiser? No, World Trade Center bombing. Remember it? Remember the trial one of the bombers claimed the CIA had advanced knowledge? The diplomat who issued the terrorist's visa was CIA. Sounds familiar, right? Because that's what we suspect. CIA, Mossad, Mm -hmm. intelligence. Mm -hmm. It's unthinkable. They paved the way for a bombing purely to justify a budget increase. You're telling me you're going to fake this? That he's talking about something coming up. He says you you're talking about you're going to fake another terrorist thing just to scare some money out of Congress. Unfortunately, Mister Hennessy, I have no idea how to fake killing people, so we're just going to have to do it for real and blame it on the Muslims, and then we get our funding. This is in the movie. Wow, and they and the, and the character says, "So you plan you plan on planting this poor Arab to take the fall? And what's going to happen to the tanker? A chemical bomb setting a chain reactor reaction. Once started, it can't be stopped. The catalyst injected into the tanker heats up. We pull the truck into the center of town. It goes critical around midnight. They'll find your body somewhere in Pennsylvania." Now, why that strikes me, Darren, not only because it talks about we're going to plan something that's, you know, we got we to gotta kill 4,000 people. And they said, well, geez, that sounds like it's going to be hard to fake a terrorist thing. Oh, no, we're not going to fake it. We, we don't know how to fake it. We're just going to have to kill 4,000 people for real. 
and blame it on the Muslims. Then he says, Mm. we'll take the bodies and hide them in Pennsylvania. We wonder if the plane that went over in Pennsylvania wasn't some switcheroony with with the supposed people that were supposedly on the plane or supposedly gonna supposed to be on the plane that were kind of switched out and crashed or taken captive. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to put two and two together here, but uh, I got I got one for you. Okay, Donald Duck, 1997 comic. They have the uh, the twin towers collapsing. People can check that one. Really? Out. Yep. What about this one? 1998, and I heard this myself. I didn't hear it there, but I I heard it. Uh, I heard the video. 1998, there's a video with Prince singing to an audience in Netherlands that he's singing this. He's coming back to America, and he sings where Osama bin Laden is getting ready to bomb in 2001. (laughs) Unreal. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you recall, there in 2000, Israeli ex-commando Daniel Lewin had a portrait taken before panels resembling the Twin Towers, wearing a Swatch watch, model name Hijacker, with the hour minute, second hands, and dates all on 11, on 9-11. He sat in row nine of flight 11. You can't make this stuff up. So what, what I think happens is I think that it's not just, see, a lot of people say that this is just craftily master planned by government officials, the elite, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call it, the deep state, the shadow government, all are encompassed in this whole thing. Uh, Illuminati can mean a lot of many, many things. It's not, ne- ne- it's not necessarily the, 19, uh, the 1776 group under Adam Weishaupt anymore because they use any name to, to cover themselves. And, and, you know, it's not really the Illuminati per se, as it was the Bavarian Illuminati, it's the the Illuminati or shadow of the the uh, Illuminates, and they go under any name: Freemasons, Jesuits, Zionists, and uh, and basically they're in secret societies as covers, but just basically as training, recruiting, and co- coordinating this whole thing. It's it's very easy. I I, I started writing chapters in in, in a book that. I'm someday going to maybe produce, publish, but um, that the secret societies all work in conjunction with each other, but also in rivalry to gain power. But not any of the one secret societies have enough to gain overall power over the other secret societies, except for those that are in the complete 
mini circle, the inner core, which could be, I mean, less than 13 families. It could be three family. It could be. But the thing is, is what I want to say is that the secret societies recruit through the uh, they recruit through the their secret societies through government agencies and all this, and all that really kind of covers over the deep state, over the shadow government and the elite. Depending on what you want to call them, they're enlightened. They believe that they have the enlightenment. They're Gnostics. They're enlightened. They're Illuminates in that way, but they have a front for Illuminism, Illuminati that they call that is is almost just like a diversion. It's not really the Illuminati, but it's because they're hidden well inside. And and the the secret societies create a form of of a layer, keeping the masses from the, you know, they work in operations of of masses is the biggest group. It's us. And then they work in, they they have the next tier, which is like the, the educators and, and media and different things. And then they have the officers, the officials and the, intel agencies, all keeping tight grips but connections to the next layer that the the higher layer is smaller but kind of oversees it, like a pyramid. It's incidentally the pyramid. And over that is the group of 300 and, you know, the, the, the businesses and corporations and banks and all that. And then, and then it narrows down to 33 and then it narrows. And so it goes into this peak. And I don't think it, it's, it's so much like there's three people at the top or a group even at the top who just sit there with pencil, paper, constructing the stuff, making plans for illuminates to, to overtake the world. I honestly believe that they're summoning demons and that they are in communication with a spirit, like a Luciferian spirit, Lucifer spirit, that's supernaturally puppeting them and orchestrating their paths because this can't be done without having some supernatural agents. So that's why I think, I don't think all the movies are necessarily, I'm not saying that they're not written in the script, but I don't think that it's necessarily like intentional, like, hey, we're going to write this in the script for 2001. I think that they're just basically subliminally getting fed these ideas and they're writing them in and there's a spirit that's overlaying them that's actually in control. I can prove this, but it would take me a a while to get to the core of this because we've had witnesses, people that witness uh, having people possessed and revealing something that was six months down the road uh, to the T, I mean, to artwork that that you're going to see this in society. Well, how do you know? Because it's, I'm I'm this emulating the spirit representing the spirit, so there is a spiritual element. But I think it's it's supernatural because the worker, if you're not with God, if you're not with Jesus Christ, basically you're with Satan, and you're operating in lockstep with him because you don't have the covering, you don't have the the property, the seal of the Holy Spirit that's that's guarding you. So you have voluntarily withdrew your hand from God's protection. So you're open for being puppeted, being dictated, being possessed even by spirits. And I just think that this thing is more spiritual 
than it is physically planned in in like on a on a board, you know. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people will disagree with me. That that's fine. But, you know, um well, I mean, it, I mean, how do you get Illuminati cards predicting everything that's going to happen in the future unless they're summoning demons to get some of this information that they want to plan that the the the, the spirits plan and and orchestrate and work out. But um you know, we shared, I shared in a past podcast, and I got to find it because I don't know if it was on Jim Duke Perspective. It might have been on the previous podcast that we did, I did before I, I changed over to Jim Duke Perspective um, called Reports and Perspective. And I think some of them are still available on YouTube, if I, if I, if I remember. You can probably search it on my, on my, um, on my channel and YouTube, but I'm going to go back and look. I'll try to post some of them, but I, I showed a recording from a Boston airport that were tracing the plane, the hijacked plane saying transmitting, it was transmitted. And they were talking about how it flew over Albany. It came right up to us mm-hmm. there and flew down, uh, I heard that downstate yep. towards New York city. And, and the control tower was tr- set, was reporting it to Washington, trying to get Washington to take up on it, and Washington was kind of denying it, saying, no, no, what, what makes you think it was hijacked? And he says, because I'm following a plane, and it went past New York City, and it's flying low in New Jersey and banking. And he goes, no, no, your plane your plane hit towers. He says, no, I'm following my plane right now. I got it on the, no, and the, and the, whoever the commander was in Washington, D.C., insisted, no, your plane isn't being traced where you think it is. Your plane hit the Twin Towers. And he, and he was insisting, going, no, my plane is flying low in New Jersey. Wow. So that could have been the switcheroonie that we mm-hmm. talked about. But also we have the Illuminati card games you mentioned. Yes. The cards mm-hmm. were predicted in 1995 featuring an explosion of the Twin Towers, labeling it a terrorist nuke and an attack on the Pentagon. Can't make this stuff up. Yeah. I got I, another one for you. Mm-hmm. A Sesame Street comic book from October oh, no of way. 1977. Yes. And it shows a picture of, I think it's the Cookie Monster. Uh, taking a bite out of the the World Trade Center is like oh yeah to I saw that over. one okay I uh, saw that one yeah yeah I forgot about that yep so you know a lot of people want to blame terrorists and they want to blame the you know Al Qaeda and all this and Saudi Arabia threatens threatened a cash dollar if Congress exposed their role in nine eleven uh, back when uh, this is a financial thing uh, but but it's also to move the pawns around. Uh, we, were, we were told that before 9-11, of course, before we had a need for the terrorists, they had to have a cause to, to go after these countries. There were seven countries that were predicted to be attacked and taken down because they were refusal of Rothschild banks. And we still have some here left, North Korea, Syria, and uh, Cuba came on board, I think, but there's a couple left. So, but as long as they're compliant, I guess uh, you know the threat has been given. But yeah, so there's reasons it could be financial, as that movie predicted. But it's not financial; it's spiritual. It's taken down the the center 
you know, if you know anything about occultism and a number 11, a number when you skip 9 and or you skip 10, you go 9 to 11, it's 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 the the self awareness or spirituality with chaos. That's what that means. 9/11. So what it is is it's taking down the towers was when you take down the pillars it's a subliminal meaning of entering through the portal, entering the new stage, the new age, like a new rising. So it was mm-hmm. almost like entering the new age, the new world order. And that, I believe, was a, a, a com- consummation of it. Uh, what's it called? They, the coronation, kind of, of of the new world order. And notice it was also, and people, people had the dates wrong, September 11th, 1990 was when George H.W. Bush announced a new world order. 11 years later, exactly to the date, 11 years was the, mm. the, the event. So you have an, another 11, space, spatial numerology magic of 11. So, yeah, I think it's the devil that plays on the psyche and influences moving the pawns around the table. It's definitely a spiritual attack on the world that puts him on the throne using the government that he controls for his purpose because he's the god of this world, and he can reverse things to make the subliminal codes, scramble things. He turns things upside down. He gives hints in codes and predictive programming for us to consciously accept. That's it, it, a principle of the universe to put it in our face before you do it because it ensures the magic. And the definition of magic, again, is changing conscious to conformity of will. So this has to be put in our face for a reason because it's more than just knocking down buildings. It's more than just financial gain. It's more than just trying to overtake other countries. It's not about individual countries. It's about one country, two countries actually, two nations, two governments. It's about the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the enemy, kingdom of Satan. And the kingdom of Satan that resides on this earth in conjunction with the governments and the and the countries, is in adamancy or opposition of of the God of Heaven and the and His kingdom. So there's a spiritual battle going on. The, the you know it it's it says that we're just passing through. That the, the, this world is not what is Jesus is coming for. So for those that think that we're going to preside, preside on this earth. He's going to make a new heaven and earth, a new Jerusalem. It's not about this earth. It's about the kingdom. It's about kingdom property, kingdom principles. And that's spiritually acceptable or acknowledged through what will have a reality in the eternal. But right now, we're tasting it. We have the keys, those that are believers in Jesus, we have the keys to heaven. The keys are the unlocking of the gospel. And what does Satan want to do? He wants to blind the eyes of them from the glory of the gospel so that they don't have the remedy of their sin that he wants to destroy their soul. But the Bible says, don't fear him who can destroy your body. Fear him who can destroy your body and send your soul into hellfire. And only God can make that judgment. Right, Darren? Amen to that. So I think we'll close there. Thanks for joining me, Darren. And uh, thanks, folks, for listening. 
I'm going to try to post some of the past podcast links if I could find some of them on on the show notes, but I, I, it's going to take me a little while to get to it. And I'll post it when I post it on my website because I, a lot of these are featured on my website as a separate page with the link or to, to download or listen to the show right from there. Everything's accessible on the show. You don't have to go to any other place, but we are available on all the podcast catchers. We are available on all the significant apps, I, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Deezer, iHeartRadio. Did I mention Spotify? Yeah, Spotify. So we're on them all. So you can go to any of them that you so feel. So thank you for listening. JimDukePerspective.com, and we'll see you next time.